Now, this is an interesting one. I actually already recorded this podcast yesterday, but I said a name um, and I didn't want to. I wasn't mad keen on the fact that I'd slipped up and said a name. I didn't say a full name. I just said a, a name and I just didn't sit well with me. So I'm re-recording it. So this is one of the the uh, fake Lola fallacies because I did already say that I'm going to be doing directly responding to her slanderous uh, and abusive blogs i say in speech marks blogs it's just they're just rants filled with lies um and, and every single one of them is about or at me which is basically just shows stalking and harassment so let's just put that to bed um so fake lola has um we all know trying to smear me and defame me on wordpress cora twitter youtube um it's all the same sort of consistently pathetic bile um but she's taken a little little fancy to writing up these stories. Again, they're stories um, about my personal life that she was never part of. Um, so let's just say that, right? My personal life that she was never part of, okay? That's called narcissistic entitlement. Narcissists will decide parts of your life belong to them. Uh, they're entitled to tell everyone about them, which is doxing, which is illegal. Uh, they're entitled to twist them and change them and fill in the gaps. And they don't fill in the gaps with nice bits. They fill in the gaps with abuse, right? Which is slander, it's defamatory, and it's a smear campaign. It's a narcissistic smear campaign. And you ask them to stop and they continue it. That is the malignant part of the narcissist. That's the sadism. So I've given you lots of different terms there and, and words that specifically, if you want to just look at it, you're like, yep. Tick, 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 tick. Lucy's right. I don't need to say anything about this woman at all. And well, I, I would struggle to say anything about her because I've never met her. Therefore, and I've never done anything to her. I don't know who she is. She's not even the age group of people that I have even engaged with over the years. She's in her sixties. Yoga, hypnotherapy, Alcoholics Anonymous. None of those are in my stratospheres. It's just not me. So where the fudge she's come from, I don't know. But. So fake Lola's got this no contact, no narc, which is my book title dot com website. So she's copying all that sort of stuff. But uh, this is another one of her fallacies. And I'll continue doing them as a sort of a series. So she's told she's decided to tell it. I think if you want to listen to a previous podcast, there's one where she's telling a story about a stalker I had in 2000 or the early two, 2010-ish. Um, so I actually I covered that particular story that she decided to tell. I mean... Oh, sometimes I just, anyway, um, so I've gone back and I've basically explained what that is and just told the truth and because I'm, I don't like to be gaslighted. Nobody does. Um, and the fact that she's, she's not happy with that and she has to then make these abusive YouTube videos, which are malicious and threatening and predatory and sinister. Uh, and then she's she's gone quiet on Cora, but she was jumping about there as well. She's, we've got all these different masks that she wears. I mean, on YouTube, she, she wears the mask of a toxic, mental lunatic in full relapse because you could not create content like that on YouTube and be a sober, clean, normal person, right? On Cora, she, she wears the mask of being an expert and she claims to know what she's talking about. Um, but really, it's all just veiled attacks on me, but they're veiled. And then on it's another mask. And then on this WordPress website thing, there's sort of more obvious attacks on me because there's a podcast as well, so we've got her voice. Um, but it's like she's she's decided she's some sort of newsreel. Like she's trying, to, she's given her, she's made herself think 
she is a social media platform. She thinks that she's she's telling everyone she's got a big audience. She's thanking, it's really frightening, thanking people for support and thank you so much, everyone. She doesn't have one like. She has two subs on her YouTube and she's got 11 followers on her quota. She has no support. Nobody's congratulating her or supporting her, but she'll do these weird... Thanks so much, everyone, for all your support. That's delusional. So it's delusional, the stuff on the WordPress. That's another mask. She's, all these masks, she's chaos. She is chaotic. And that's a sign of a narcissist, female narcopath in relapse because there's a chaos. There's a lack of consistency. Um, so these little blogs she started writing about my personal life and she creates them as a little, they're like a sort of grim fairy tale. They're just bizarrely... They're taken from one kernel of truth and then she just must adds all this shite in, but that's a narcissist for you. So this particular story she's decided to tell about a disastrous dating experience I had um, with somebody. Uh, I'm going to say, I can say D, 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 D for D, Lucy, what were you thinking? <laughs> um, and uh, I met D on a dating site. He was a big handsome fella. Um, seemed a really nice guy, single dad, his ex had run off and left the kid with him or she was the kid was taken off her. There was a lot of social work intervention with the family, a lot of social work support. Uh, he smoked weed, but as I recall, he worked. Um, the house was like an empty shed, but I could see he was trying. Back, back in those days, I would have dated anything, right, to be perfectly honest with you. And he seemed the best of a bad bunch because he was a single dad, which made him seem empathic and kind. He worked. Woo, big change. Um, and it was a, it, it was good looking. Uh, first date with him, small red flag. Uh, he lied really about his appearance because although, yes, he is good looking, he'd waited until he got me all the way out to this to near where he lived. I think it was West Lothian, East Lothian, one of the Lothians, although I'm not, my geography is horrendous. Um, and we went to the park with my puppy and and we, I met his little girl and he opened his mouth and I realised this is a bit of a deal breaker for me. Not a tooth did he have in his head. He had little black stumps, like little black stumps. And it was a bit of a shock because he is, or he was, a good looking guy. And I was a bit annoyed really because I just thought, gosh, we've spent a couple of weeks talking. I'm here on a date. I've come to you. you could have kind of given me a heads up. I was a wee bit duplicitous, but I just tried to see past it because I'm a nice person. And I eventually I kind of did. Little girl was a bit bossy, bit domineering, but overall quite a sweet little thing. Very intense, but I totally forgave that. You know, she's 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 not got a mom. She's young, only child. I was like, I'll make allowances for that. Um, and we decided to meet up again. And then the relationship became intimate. Um, more and more red flags appeared. Um, he was, I'm not, he was not abusive. I just like to point this out. He was not abusive. And to my knowledge, he was not unfaithful to me, but he had uh, difficulties. Um, he was very rough um, in bed. Um, that's all I'm going to say. Very, very rough. And I queried it and he said it was because his ex-partner liked it like that and I certainly did not he actually hurt me but it was not abuse he genuinely didn't didn't know didn't know until I told him and you know it just it was the sex was shit right um that was when I was actually already thinking I'm off I'm out of this or I've got to work something out here because I'm really just generally I'm disappointed in where this is going it moved quite quick to that point for me um 
but I had could I had codependency. I still have it a wee bit and attachment issues. I tend to just allow relationships to just get worse and worse and worse and worse before rather than just walking away when I should. Um, but I, I I've learned a lot over the last few years, and it's been several years till I had this uh, mini relationship with D. And the daughter and him, I wouldn't even say close. It's not. It wasn't a closeness. It was. Um, him with no boundaries and absolutely no parenting skills around what damage a lack of boundaries and rules and teaching the little girl manners and social skills has. He just it was not equipped for that at all. And a lot of us aren't, but the difference with him was I'm equipped and I was sort of trying to say to him, you know, she really shouldn't be getting in our bed when we're naked in bed. Like she shouldn't really be walking in just when I'm in the bath or on the toilet, she shouldn't really be walking in when she knows I'm getting chased. And she was doing it deliberately, this little girl. She was following me around the house and she was deliberately walking in on me or me and him when she knew, and she wasn't stupid, she was a smart little thing. Um, she knew what she was doing because she'd walk in with this little smile on her face. And Dee never told her to stop. He never told her off. He never put up boundaries. He didn't even try and put up boundaries for me, as in don't speak to Lucy like that or don't walk in when Lucy's on the toilet or don't walk in when Lucy's in the bath. And she walked in when I was in the bath and made um, a sexual comment. That was a, a final straw for me. You know, she'd walk in if we were having a quick, quiet kiss in the kitchen. We we not, did not have one second alone of any quality without this little girl invading it. And she knew what she was doing. Uh, she was plenty old enough, plenty savvy enough. And the face, this little smile, the little smirk. And I then started saying to a um, little girl, uh, I'd rather you didn't speak to me that way. And I've just made you something to eat. We've done some drawing. I've watched a film with you, which we didn't never got to the end of a film because she'd always demand we did something different. Uh, Dee and I, I think we dated for about a month and a half. We did not have... One hour apart from when we were sleeping on our own. We did not get to watch a film. We didn't go to watch a television program. We didn't have a meal. We couldn't embrace, kiss, go anywhere, go, even go a walk around the block, go a walk around his little village. We could not go anywhere without this little girl there. And she would talk and talk and talk. And I have no problems with that, right? But I have a problem with the fact that he didn't put boundaries up. And and it, all of that is very unhealthy. Um and poor parenting and the fact that she knew what she was doing was a major issue for me. Um, so I, I like, I, there was no demanding she go in her bedroom, which is what this fake law has put. There was no, um, I never phoned social services about uh, D. I just wouldn't like he was, he thought he was being a good dad and Apart from the fact that he just was had no boundaries with her, he seemed to be a good dad. That's a weird lie, nasty lie um, that she said there because I never did do that. Um, I, I didn't really have reason to, so why would I? You know. Um, so and I, you know, I just I all I did was suggest to 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 D that we he's basically say to her all the stuff I've just said to you, just saying that this is really too much um and and you know me and lucy you know 
you know, I'll pop you to bed at eight o'clock, which she should be. She was only young, very young. She wasn't very, right, I'm going to say how old she was, but she was, she was about nine or ten. So she's young enough, she should have been going to bed, right? That's what you do with kids when you're a parent. You, you put them in bed, right? I'm not saying as a punishment or anything, I'm just saying it's bedtime. Um, so she should really have been popped into bed with a, you know, a milk, door could have been open and a little chocolate milk, something like that. I'm not looking for anything like that, any, anything other than that. Uh, but she would sit up with us until 11 and 12 o'clock at night. And then, like I say, she'd come in early in the morning when obviously you know what was happening or trying to happen. And he just did nothing about this behavior. And then the final straw came when... Those two final straws, because I am a nice person, I have a lot of patience. Um, one being we went to the park back here at my house with my dog. She was doing things like walking in the road and looking, she'd lock eyes with me and give me this little smile. And I'd be like, I'd be like, little girl, please don't like wait at the lights, and she'd step out. Or I'd be like, she'd be playing with the dog with a stick, and I'd be like, little girl, please let go of the stick now because I don't like want chances chances jaw to lock on it or I don't want her to get splinters in her mouth and little girl would look at me and smile and just keep ragdolling my dog about and I just thought what's this about I, I looking back I do wonder if Dee did have a word with her and she then immediately split me black and saw me as the enemy um I don't know but she just suddenly like we always got on like I took her shopping I took her to McDonald's she was a great kid without Dee there so a lot of her behavior was very toxic, codependency and attention seeking and um, manipulating and stuff. So not cool because um, she was all right when I took her myself and we did get on. I liked her. She just had major issues that he refused to deal with. Um, and we, brought, we were coming back up the stairs. I often have big bits of driftwood on my landing. I don't have any just now, but I... I, I probably because my dogs have chewed it but um and I I store it up and I think about using it for artwork and at one point I was going to make candle holders anyway I had a decent sized log piece driftwood log on my landing I would say circumference of a foot length of two or three feet but it was it wasn't light but you could pick it up right um and on my landing, so I have like spiral, typical Glasgow tenement stairs. So it's like a spiral. So as you come up a landing, you can look up and see the door upstairs. So, you know, you're anyway, and we were walking upstairs. Little girl ran ahead um, and me and Dee and my dog were just coming up behind her, uh, behind us. But at one point, but then we then became below her because she'd run up and stood at the landing looking down on us. And boom, that log came over the landing and it missed my dog, and basically my feet as well, by the pub of a wasp. I mean, that close. And I looked up and she was leaning over and she was smiling nastily. And I went, did you do that? And D straight away, he went, oh, I'm sure it was an accident and it just fell through the bars. And I looked at him and I thought, my bars are three inches wide. And <laughs> that log is... Mm, like I don't know I don't know inches in feet <laughs> but it's like a couple of feet long and you know what and it and um and she went she said something like I'm sorry it fell and I went no it didn't I know it didn't and I was like you could have really hurt my dog and me then and your dad so I went up the stairs I was in a huff then I went up the stairs and I started 
I thought if I give him the cold shoulder, he'll get the hint and he'll leave. There was a mild atmosphere, but he went to make a cup of tea and I was like, and I was setting my iron up and they were supposed to be leaving. And he went, I said, oh, uh, Dee, I think, listen, I'm really tired and I need to get on with my ironing. I couldn't have been more discreet, but I wanted him out of my house. I wanted them gone. And um, I think she wandered into the back bedroom to see my middle boy, Charlie. Now, fake Lola's put in it that it was my youngest little boy with Asperger's. I, I don't know why. She seems to have done that because she's having a go at my, my child. Um, she's making out that the reason why little girl had difficulties with my children and it wasn't difficulties she was fucking bullying them she was nipping them and calling them names um fake lola's then said that apparently it was my youngest that little girl was had issues with because my youngest had asperger's do you know what fake lola fuck off how you dare say that and my little boy wasn't here right my young my middle boy it was my middle boy that she was bullying because they were the same age well, by a year, I think nine and 10 or 10 and 11, whatever it was. And she was nipping him and whispering nasty things to him and saying horrible things to him. Um, and she did it a few times and he told me about it. And I was like, right. He told me about it after I'd asked them to leave. And they did leave. But uh, he, as soon as he knew they'd gone, he said, listen, I don't like her. She's been nipping me and saying nasty things to me, mom. She's been bullying me. I was done. They were in my final straws. I was done. It was a typical breakup. Nasty words were said. I said to him something like... You need to reprimand her. You need to deal with her because you can't be having a child behaving that way even before she threw the log over the stairs onto us. Um, I was like, this is, all of this is wrong, Dee. You're making a mantle for your back. She acts, she acts like a psychopath. Um, she's, you're going to end up with somebody with me in prison. I've said all this kind of stuff. Um, and then, uh, and that was that. He resurfaced a few years later and was abusive on Cora which is probably where fake Lola's dug him out from because she just keeps digging out people that I've had issues with in my past and then adding them to her pathetic website, um, which is just even more proof that she's actually stalking and harassing me because she's actually trying to gather more stalkers to work with her. That's not going to look good in court, love. Um, and he was abusive to me and I was a nasty back, like, your teeth and all this nonsense. And that was the end of that as far as I was concerned. But it's just ended up with fake Lola. When fake Lola apparently decided that I threw a bicycle at them when they were leaving. No, um, I once threw a bicycle at somebody who came to my house at three o'clock in the morning with her friend uh, with the intention to, in speech marks, batter me. Um, again, just over a bloke, he'd dumped her for me and then gone back to her. I was like, good, you can have him and chucked a bicycle at her. So fake Lola is either drunk and trying to cobble together parts of my personal history to create stories that suit her narrative or she's actually totally delusional and drunk and has no idea she's mixing stories up in her haste to smear me but there you go that's the the real story of d little girl and the log Oh, and just one last thing, um, which just shows the, how toxic and dangerous, the, well, not dangerous, but yeah, dangerous, dangerous in terms of like gaslighting and the smear campaign and the the psychopathic attacks and stalking. Uh, fake Lola's decided she's hooked up with somebody calling herself Jade Butterfly, I, Jade Mosquito more like, who is now buzzing around uh, my content online. She's blocked, but she's using fake accounts to screenshot it. Jade Butterfly seems to be claiming, interestingly, that she is Dee's sister-in-law. Now, that doesn't make any sense to me because 
D is based in Scotland and is Scottish and so is Little Girl and so is Little Girl's mum. Yet this Jade Butterfly, no picture, clearly just a troll account, has absolutely no information on it, um, is based in Indianapolis in the US of A. So is she lying about being based in Indianapolis? Is she really related to D, right? Or is she just some weirdo who's pretending to be related to him simply to be part of this smear campaign? Either way, I've seen it, I spotted it, and it's a joke, and it's weird, and it's creepy. And I know you'll carry on doing your weird little stories based on my history and my past, but I'll just keep doing these fake Lola fallacy podcasts because I have 20,000 followers, subscribers, listeners, and readers that are engaging with my content. You have two. So I don't know who's got the more power here, particularly as I'm actually telling the truth.